0: Sports Movie Minute Podcast: Space Jam Edition. Podcast where we talk about the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are back for another episode with another guest. We
1: are your hosts. We are your hosts, Chris and
0: Kayla, and we are back (laughs) with a guest. I was on such a good roll of not screwing up the introduction as well.
1: You know. We were just joking off air about how we're nearly to minute 50 and we still haven't mastered the audio. I'm
0: very flustered. I think that's why I screwed up the introduction.
1: Anyway, introduce our guest properly.
0: So we have Glenn with us today, who yet again is another person we work with, um, which as we've explained to our listeners is the common theme, uh, more commonly known as Kev, uh, long time co-worker of ours, uh, Nineties basketball aficionado, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, grew up with the Australian NBL basketball uh, royalty, almost.
2: Uh, yeah, up the road. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, Damien Martin. Oh, the road. I didn't know that. Perth Wildcats Yeah, legend. not the
0: cricket, are they? Uh, no, not the Perth cricket, Wildcats legend. So the Western
2: Sydney
0: mm. Razorbacks player
1: well. mm,
0: mm. yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, general NBA, American Sporting fan, like most of our guests. Uh, Your former bosses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
2: why the podcast
1: now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we the best are, was when, uh, earlier when we had McDade on the podcast, yeah. uh, Crankin called him our employee. <laughs>
0: <McDade's> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wasn't very happy with that, so that was quickly uh, addressed.
1: Not thrilled at um, all. Yeah. And a Charlotte Hornets fan, if I remember yeah. correctly. A
2: lot of thoughts and feelings about LJ's role in this movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Hornets, New York Giants? No, San Francisco. Giants. Giants, San Francisco 49s? Yeah,
2: all over the map.
0: Yeah.
1: Why? Why San Francisco? Because it's close to Australia?
2: Uh, it was more player related back in the day.
1: Okay. Which players?
2: Joe Montana, Steve Young, okay. mm-hmm. Larry Very Johnson, Mugsy Bogues, mm. Monzo Morning, Charlotte Hornets.
0: Yeah, so Dunk was a Charlotte Hornets fan as well, wasn't he?
2: We were talking... The, Dunk, Dunk claims he's a Bulldogs fan. <laughs> 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 and rates himself as an avid fan. <laughs> yeah. On our scale, he's probably a one or a two. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a problem with research, right? Uh, also, also a
2: former North Sydney Bears fan,
0: I was. Ah, uh, right. Still am. Just didn't convert to on. another NRL team. No, just
2: a critic. <laughs> good,
0: good. And a Richmond Tigers fan. Yes. Because you lived in Richmond. I
2: did live in Richmond. And I kept jumped on the bandwagon well before
0: their success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to make it clear. Um,
1: Have we done all the teams? Is that all of your fandoms? <laughs>
2: uh, Gloucester Magpies. <laughs> <laughs> League, of course, yep.
1: of course. Um, that's about it. All right. Um, as long as we've got those on record.
0: And you grew up having access to a indoor cricket center, right? Is that with like basketball ring? Uh the local yeah, Hossa rec center, yeah, all purpose venue, yeah, <laughs> cricket, basketball, badminton. Yeah. That's it's a, a dream. It was a dream. Still a lot of fun. <laughs> all right, so yeah,
1: I do I don't know of these all purpose centers. No. They're not.
0: Not an American thing.
1: I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I've never been to one in Australia, so I don't know if they're... You
0: oh, know, yeah. have, like, the gym, right? Like Where the
1: gonna, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but yes, th- there's a lot in this minute, yeah. so we should probably get started, get lest is we it? be here for an hour. I didn't say that much. <laughs> I've got a lot. Um, this is minute 48, and it begins with a wonderful reference to Mickey Mouse, and it ends with Michael Jordan playing basketball. Now, as the guest, you get to choose mm-hmm. where where we you would like to begin.
2: I think the, the sledge is a good starting point.
1: Which sledge? Oh, oh the, towards, the Mickey Mouse the sledge? Towards, towards Disney and Mickey Mouse. Yes.
2: Because back in the day, well, as we mentioned off air, I'm a lot older than you guys. <laughs> so this, not, uh, a, was, not a
1: lot. You're I not like learning, 40 years uh, old. I was in
2: peak cartoon mode in uh, the uh, 90s, yeah. late 80s, yeah. early 90s, so well aware of the Disney Warner Brothers cartoon rivalry back then. so.
1: And who do you prefer? Yeah.
2: I think the Warner Brothers, the Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. The Mickey Mouse are small, kitty-related.
0: Very gimmicky.
1: Yeah.
2: The, uh, the Looney Tunes had a bit more mischief about them.
1: You're right. I, yeah. I guess. yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Like, we,
1: yeah. Yeah. We were talking, though, yesterday about... Because Daffy Duck has a lot in the last minute. And so we were talking yesterday about who do we prefer, Daffy Duck or Donald Duck? And I came down on Donald Duck's side. Kraken came down on Daffy Duck's oh, yeah. side. i get Daffy mm-hmm. yeah. I just want to imagine a cartoon duck, I imagine Donald.
2: Yeah. You get to a certain point as you get older. I think Daffy.
1: You, you relate more was, to yeah. Daffy? Yeah, rather yeah, as a than... Kid, like,
2: uh was it? Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Yeah, oh, they're the
1: best. That's why. Yeah.
2: But that has a very limited shelf life as you get older.
1: You're right. I see what you mean. They are a little bit more adult. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about the propaganda stuff with mm. the war and the military recruitment and things with, with the Looney Tunes, so it makes more sense. Yeah.
0: But, but it's a good one. Yeah, the Disney teller characters are generally a bit more shallow. There's not much depth to them, right? Which is why Looney Tunes was probably older take over the mantle pretty quickly once they establish themselves in the early days
1: well but there also is no you know Looney Tune land or, or Looney Tune world
0: there's a movie world Warner Brothers yeah. movie world well, on the Gold Coast. Coast what
2: one of the big
1: three <laughs>
0: well. the Gold Coast is essentially Vegas yeah just with a strange twist <laughs> <laughs> well there's
2: actually four of it yeah Sea World Drain World yeah Warner Brothers, and then you finish it off with Wet n Wild. Is that
1: the only Warner Brothers theme park in the world?
0: That's a very good question. I don't know.
1: Because obviously, like Disneyland, there's Disneyland in California and Disney World in Florida, there's one in Japan, there's one in France. Is there one in Canada? I I don't know. I only know those four. Um, There are probably others that I don't know about, but those are the biggies. I'd say no. Tough to know. Um, but, yeah, but it was also funny because obviously he mentions the ducks, and they're like the Mickey Mouse organization would call themselves the ducks. And we've actually talked on this podcast at length about the mighty ducks.
0: Come on, like every second episode, I yeah,
1: like. <laughs> come up so frequently, the mighty ducks.
2: I just think it's funny because of the definite reference to the ducks. Mm. It, taking a swing of sharp riding. <laughs> uh, yeah, to
0: say
2: I'm not a fan of mighty ducks. Would be a lie because yes. it's great here. Everyone's a fan. quality. Yeah. Quality. So it's more just the the funny reference towards Mickey and the,
0: mm. the play on ducks. So yeah,
1: and it's it's creative. Like it's actually a very creative way to integrate that insult. There were
0: high fives around the writing room when they came out with that
1: line. <laughs> oh, there would have been high fives around <laughs> our writing room for sure.
0: Yeah, um, but. So yeah, did you read much into the the history of the uh, well the battle between
1: the two? I I did not. I did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no. I
2: haven't done any research for this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the answer. We've literally, but... honestly, <laughs> only one guest has. So
0: <laughs> you indicated fun. where you wanted to start, so that makes you more prepared than most of the guests. Mm. So, <sighs> yeah.
1: well, um, tell us, Christopher. Come on, don't hold out. Well,
0: heart. yeah, so – uh, Mickey Mouse hit the screen about 1928 was when he was introduced and then Looney Tunes didn't come in till the 30s, mid 30s um, and then from what I read particularly through that 1940s, 50s through the World War II era because they were a bit edgier the characters and we have talked about the propaganda and the different cartoons and stuff they used to run probably fair to say that they took over in terms of popularity pretty quickly and then that has evolved to the current day um dc marvel battle between the two mm. so it's moved on from cartoons to is it really action. a battle
1: marvel's blatantly well blatantly. yeah no yeah, basically yeah well but we talked about this also in the last minute that daffy duck was created as a response to that quote unquote every man character mm. of mickey mouse basically yeah yeah so that makes sense mm.
0: But yeah, that was all. Just a brief little history. Hey. I like it.
1: Yeah, very brief. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know we, we hit the we hit the highlights and then we then we move on.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But I I want to talk about Richard Simmons. That's I've,
0: yeah. So I suspected you would.
2: So well, we didn't we get Richard Simmons here, really. At
0: all? Not really. Yeah, I was too young. I wouldn't.
1: Well,
2: okay. I can't, yeah, I can't remember. I remember aerobics old style, but I don't remember Richard Simmons.
1: Well, so here was my. Firstly, I would just like to put out there that I love Richard Simmons. The fact that he just like wears crystals to exercise is just the most extra thing in the world, and I would do that if I could afford to wear crystals while I was exercising. Um, but I think what threw me was the fact that he. So the movie came out in 1996. Richard Simmons was not actually popular in the 90s. He was popular in the 80s.
0: So, it's almost like a bit of a throwback.
1: It is a little bit of a throwback. Because in my I remember being young and my mom and my older sister doing Tai Bo. And Tai Bo was really big in like the mid to late 90s. Did you guys get Tai Bo here with Billy Blanks? Yeah, I thought
2: that was late. I thought that was like early
1: 2000s. No. No, I think it came out in another 95 or 96. Yeah. So if they were being trendy, they would have been doing a a Tybo or Billy Blanks video.
0: (laughs) But is it fair to say that the 80s was like the peak of the fitness video? Is that when it really like exploded? I don't know. Are
2: we excluding YouTube from that conversation? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, That's true.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a bit, (laughs) that's hard to say because, yeah, like when did the, like the Jane Fonda workout videos come out and stuff? No idea. My other two, so like I said, I was mostly focused on the fact that this should have been a Taibo video, but then I was looking up fitness trends of the 90s, and the two that I would have really loved to see the Looney Tunes participating in were Nordic Track. Have you seen this? No. I had never seen it before either. It's like a, it's kind of like an elliptical, but the arm movements instead of running like making a running motion, or like what you would be doing if you were cross-country skiing.
2: Oh, um, it's, it's like a CrossFit, and uh, not a Cross, they have some name for them in the gyms. But it's like a stepper slash
1: runner. Kind, slash kind of, yeah. It's, it's one of those machines, cross yeah. Trainer?
2: Yeah, and you hold onto the bars.
0: Yeah,
1: really yeah. but this one had, the reason that I thought this one was interesting is because there's it's strings that you are, like, pulling oh, on. Wow. Um, which made it a little bit more interesting. I could just visualize, like, Porky Pig getting really like getting stuck and entangled in it um, or 8 minute abs 8 minute abs is really big in the 90s apparently I have done 8 minute abs it's do you have actually abs after eight minutes? does it look like I have abs Christopher my god no I'm basically a marshmallow walking around um, No, it's hard though like it's not easy to do 8 minute abs
0: it's a lot of ab workout
1: <laughs> for for 8 minutes some might say I prefer Richard Simmons
0: would have been
2: an easy choice because everyone the yeah, was from the eighties. Mm-hmm. They just needed, Yeah, they just needed them doing some form of exercise. Recognizable. Yeah, Jordan walked back in. So yeah.
1: Um. But the other two things I just quickly wanted to talk about with Richard Simmons are his. Do you know his real name is not Richard? Oh, shocking, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's so. If you're gonna come up with a, a fake name, you usually come up with something a little bit like sexier. Yeah. yeah.
0: What is his real name?
1: Well, I mean, to be fair, Richard is sexier than his real name. Um, Milton Stiegel Simmons. Milton? <laughs> Milton Steagle Simmons. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And he has since become a recluse. So he, like, has not been seen in, like, 10, 15 years. That's
0: concerning. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Is he still alive? Well, tough to know. So apparently it was posted to his Facebook he posted a photo to his Facebook and said, Yes, I'm alive, I'm here. But someone called out that the photo was actually taken in the 90s, so they're like, Well, that conspiracy, yeah, theory. you mm-hmm. could be anyone. So, killed Richard so, Simmons, exactly. So they haven't, he hasn't been seen in ages, which I think is very fascinating. It's very scandalous. yeah <laughs> Absolutely, and but he did recently have a—he uh, uh, filed a lawsuit against one of those tabloids because they said that he had been that he went into became a hermit essentially because he was undergoing gender reassignment surgery, yeah. and he was like, "Nah, blasphemous." I think he lost, but that was the yeah, that was Lyndall Simmons.
0: Now,
1: who's Lyndall Simmons? I
0: don't. Know. I just said first lady's name that came into my head.
1: Wouldn't you go with like something like a Regina because it's a
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Just little. <laughs> Something that starts with up. That's a... I don't know.
2: Sounds like, sounds like your neighbours hanging a painting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. actually just glad yeah. that we're not actually sitting in the toilet. <laughs> this, listening to some of your past podcasts, it uh, sounds like it's bathroom materials. So you had some echo issues I was you know. expecting to sit next to a urinal somewhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm glad we're not.
0: Yeah. We've yeah, had to change recording studios several times, so...
1: Yeah, because we've got two really, really big things to talk about in this minute, which are this is the first minute that we see Michael Jordan playing basketball, which is huge. Yeah. And also fly like an eagle. Come on, people. Fly. <laughs> no?
2: Disagree.
1: Is not you don't enjoy the song?
2: Not in the position of the, the movie. No.
1: Alright. Where, where would you okay it's so flat.
2: Like this is like the return of Michael Jordan to basketball. He's retired, he's gone to baseball, struck out, he's yeah, coming yeah. back, helping out Bugs Bunny, and then they just go with a soft melody of Fly Like
1: uh, Would you have preferred like the Space Jam
2: Monsters theme? Or- uh, yeah, there's a couple of. Mm. You could go back to the Space Jam
0: theme.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But you could go from the same artist, you could go like Get on the Train or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If they had to have Seal in there somewhere, yeah.
2: No, no, the Quad City DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Come Come and Ride the Train, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Sidebar. Do you reckon they're the best two hit wonders ever?
1: Quad City DJs? Yeah.
2: Name another two hit wonder. (laughs) Because if you look at their Spotify account, Mm. they've only got two songs.
1: That have uh, that over, meant anything, that have over yeah. Yeah.
2: Listens,
0: can't think of anyone.
1: Oh, that's an interesting. It's very question. easy to think of a one-hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's
2: the two-hit one.
0: Though. Yeah. What?
1: I want to say. See, but I don't know necessarily what I would consider their second one to be. So plain white Tees They did. Hey there, Delilah.
0: What's their second song though? But this yeah, thing, is the
1: exactly. thing, I ended up really liking their music, and so I, I listened to a lot of their stuff, so I don't know what their second one is, but they did have a couple of other ones. I'm just going to have to have a look and see yeah. if I can... Think about you know, that I in know. your own time, but...
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, uh, <laughs> very, the two hit ones. just going to put point? it out there. But yeah, so you could have got on the train. Well, the other one is from that era, and was right in my wheelhouse, was uh, mm. rim Shaker" from NBA Jam Session.
0: I did on VCR on
1: okay. three. I don't know if I know this song. I'm making uh, a note.
0: This is a perfect basketball highlight song.
2: Yeah, it's a yeah. highlight song. It's just MJ jamming in the gym with a couple of cartoons. You need something upbeat. <laughs> upbeat, yeah. That well, really brings to life him coming back to basketball. Well, not, let me... Not Seal singing
1: it. Let me a put way. this out there <laughs> and see if it floats your boat. Jay-Z wrote a rap song for this movie, and it didn't make it in.
0: Scandalous. <laughs>
1: this would have... This could have, depending on the song, I don't I couldn't find like a sample of it anywhere, but this could have been the place. Could have. Could have. It could have been an upbeat something. Yeah. I just don't
2: agree with the, the choice of seal.
1: Well they, they missed the mark. What what I was noticing, and I have a sneaking suspicion that this is gonna blow Christopher's mind, they hit you over the head with the flying theme. Like, pretty hard. Michael Jordan's two songs in this movie are Fly Like an Eagle and I Believe I Can Fly.
0: Wow, It's a
1: thing. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) But, like, they they hit you over the head with it. Because then there's even, obviously, like, the opening scene with him and his dad, where what are you going to do next? Fly? And then... Hmm. Yeah.
2: People already know his name is Air Jordan. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's
0: well established <laughs> that the man can fly. <laughs>
1: a bit of variety. That's what they I'm are. saying. You could have been a little bit more subtle with this. Yeah.
2: No, I thought it was a I thought it was a miss.
0: Yeah. If you were to uh, had to remix all the music on this movie, I reckon if they did it now the choices would be very different. Yeah. Even likely but using music from that era as well, but you would yeah. go with Yeah, I'd highly I recommend on YouTube the NBA Jam session hmm? in 1993. You might have to link that.
1: Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yep, NBA Jam, Nintendo, yep, I'm on I it. On v- I did mean, So one of my
2: good mates from school who lived the corner, we'd watched it on repeat. He hmm? was a Sean Kemp fan. I was <laughs> <that
1: for
0: Johnson>. <laughs> 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 Take Murray over Sean.
2: <laughs> Sean Kemp was featured heavily for the
0: he's
1: dunking prize mm. we we may have to get you back for the uh, when we do the box scores for oh, the, the final score. game yeah I know you do <laughs> but basically one of the articles I was reading the other day was how the Monstars could have beaten the like the Toon Squad and they basically That's so were 2020. Like, they were like uh, you just could have chosen better players <laughs> it was a little bit harsh <laughs> so we'll get there we'll get there but um it's yes
0: like Lowe breakdown
1: yeah I only had one other. Oh, actually, that's not true. I've got a couple of other things on "Fly Like an Eagle." Before we get into Michael Jordan and basketball, so Seal apparently Mm -hmm. Steve Miller called him and told him it was his favorite cover of that song.
0: Well, I can't imagine Uh, there would be very many very good.
1: There are. Well, I thought you were going to say. Is is it a well-covered song? You, I couldn't see. I maybe recognized one or two names from like the list of most popular. Covers Um, So I don't Yeah you're right I don't think it's Necessarily hard To be number one But I am just gonna put it out there
2: That's not an excuse For it to be (laughs) in the (laughs) movie
1: True True But you wanna know what Uh, You are echoing The sentiment of Australia It only got to number 81 On the charts In Australia Which was the lowest Of any of the Like the the countries Who had like a billboard Or an equivalent It was number two In the US
0: Right. Uh, my only question is Is the eagle meant to be The most elegant of birds When it comes to flying Is that why they decided to
1: Every opportunity that you get To talk about <laughs> birds You just latch onto it and Won't <laughs> let go Well
0: I just know the listeners Would be interested
1: do, do you know of a more elegant bird?
0: I can't think of one Maybe I'd say I was like, like Fly like a hawk Or fly like an albatross Fly like a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Pigeons are an efficient flying machine. That would be like a like a real like in reality gritty birds, like NBA. All birds are up.
2: elegant
0: because they can fly. That's
1: true. I agree. Christopher disagrees. He thinks it makes them the rats of the sky.
0: It's like a workhorse. Like a um, I'm trying to think of a like a um, modern day player. Maybe like um, what's his name on this, the Rockets? This,
2: this is going to be good. Bring uh, bring this back around
0: for us. <laughs> uh, PJ PJ Tucker like a pigeon because he's just a gritty dirty work walk work a player not as so elegant in how he plays but effective <laughs> no
1: <laughs> oh you love a good uh human to animal comparison uh, yeah. and we've already done dogs this- so you're down so, to
2: so many questions is a pigeon a
0: workhorse probably not it's just a nuisance really aren't they
1: mm. yeah
0: Maybe Chris, Chris Paul is a bit of a nuisance on the court. So Maybe he's, he's your pigeon. pigeon he's yeah. <sighs> mm.
2: <Here's> your all-time. It's <laughs> five birds.
0: That's <outside> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> right. we got the we'll albatross, um, the eagle, obviously, uh, a parrot for a bit of colour, um, a pigeon for just a bit of nuisance factor, and then probably like a... Um, you know those little uh, sparrows? Just super quick, agile. So that's probably like your point guard or your shooting guard. On small ball. Yeah, small ball. <sighs> I'm glad
1: I asked. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was amazing. Anyway. Um, but okay, I need to give the two of you time enough to talk about Michael Jordan mm. and all the basketball things we want to talk about when it comes to Michael Jordan. So have well, that.
0: we get a... Um, We've come full circle after. So we critiqued Kid Jordan's uh, shooting technique.
1: What's the critique? It's immaculate.
0: The, when he's a kid.
1: Oh, apparently not. Oh. You've got to go back and listen to this episode, my friend. It was... Christopher basically just tore him a new one.
2: I didn't. Never, what? I've never seen you sink <coughs> more than
0: five. <laughs> well, he was shooting three throws. Um, and then, yeah, so anyway. Still, um, I haven't
2: seen you sink three throws.
0: No, exactly. We which has been... How many times do you bring that up?
1: Oh, at least three. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we get a a nice uh, slow motion shot of his actual adult jump shot. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what sort of feelings you have. Um, Like, kind of thinking about obviously, he's not the greatest shooter of all time, but he is probably one of the most effective scorers of all time. And when you
1: say he's not the greatest shooter, you're doing that by
0: like, like field goal percentage stats. Okay. Yeah, um, but a very so. Functional... Hold on.
1: So, how can you not be a great shooter but be one of the most effective shooters?
0: Yeah, well, that's a good question, right? I think I'm quite
1: <laughs> well, subjective.
0: I'm not... <laughs> well, it's probably
1: subjective. If we're judging how good you are based on the percentage you've achieved. Is there another metric that you use for effectiveness?
0: Effective field goals? No, I don't know.
1: I'm I'm just trying to get to the bottom of how we're evaluating this here.
0: Yeah, well, I think the problem is when people evaluate shooters now, they probably only look at like three-point shooting percentage. And I don't know, like I think we've talked about this before. The fact is that they talk about, oh, he didn't take a lot of threes and his three-point percentage wasn't like high 30s or 40s like or low 40s like a lot of good shooters these days. But... Like the fact is he didn't need to take it and the game wasn't played like that. So if you put him out and stuck him in today's game, he'd probably be a 40% three-point shooter. So it's kind of like a hollow argument. But, um,
1: So you're saying that he, your theory is he would have adapted to the modern-day game? The modern-day game, yeah. The modern day game, yeah. yeah like the
0: LeBron James house, but he probably would have done better.
1: Well, that's... Um, Hard to, too hard to say, too hard to say. But anyway, like, I,
0: well, I guess then, like, because I went down the path of, because, you know, watching um, documentaries and stuff, you kind of see, like, he was obviously so athletic when he first started playing, and his game was built around just getting to the ring. Um, And then he obviously took a bit of wear and tear, and as he got older, he kind of moved to being much more of a post player, and then he got that signature, like, Bump off fade away jump shot Which is like a shot kind of that features in this minute But and then I guess My first question is when you think of Jordan What is like the signature Shot or move that comes into your head Straight away Dunks Dunks, <sighs> Dunks. Yeah.
2: yeah, The up and under
0: Ooh, That's a good one
2: probably, yeah, Just attacking the ring attacking And the ring figuring ring. out How to finish yeah. while he's mid-air
0: yeah, that's interesting because yeah. obviously that's all he did from watching like early days, eighties. But then probably the bulk of his shots once he got to like this time, like the especially like that second three p, it was probably like the those mid range jump shots and fadeaway jump shots.
1: Well, did I? Am I missing something in this minute? Doesn't he shoot like one jump shot? Yeah, no, and he then he has then it's a lot it's of dunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we're
2: overanalyzing for yeah. the purpose of showing out in front of a couple of cartoons. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <dry. laughs> <laughs> two handed reverse dunk. Yeah.
1: It
2: was just the music that
1: laid
0: down. Yeah. <laughs> imagine if it was different music.
1: I love how my favorite part of this is when he comes out and he's like, "Let's see if I still remember how to do this." I'm like, "Let's be." You've been playing baseball for all of ten minutes. Like you've not forgotten what you were doing for the twenty five. <laughs> like how old was. was he? Oh, sorry, he was nearly thirty. Like for the twenty five years prior yeah. to this. And Twenty years prior it's to doing mechanics. it. True. Yeah. It's
2: a mental thing.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, I think. What? Plus, plus he had his
2: baseball body going. Wow. He's a lot leaner.
0: But yeah. Uh, different muscle.
1: Yeah. Um. Disagree. Think you it. Uh, I want to talk. talk about his attire. All right. Oh, All right.
0: Have yeah, that in down yeah, yeah. Go for it. I'll
1: see you. by it. We'll
2: get to the shoes
0: later.
1: Mm. <spotting>.
2: It was sponsored
1: by Haynes. Kev is wearing Nikes today for our listeners, so <laughs> appropriately. Uh, the, Christopher's uh, wearing Vans, not appropriately. No,
0: no nicer. The singlet was a bit her
2: hum
1: I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was that just like a <laughs> 90s fashion basketball singlet?
2: Yeah, yeah. well, they were sponsored by Haynes at the time, so it's mm. probably whatever they rolled out for. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have
1: been in just a, a white singlet. t-shirt. Yeah yeah well yeah. even like one of those I mean I hate the name but like a wife beater would have been a little bit more flash. Uh, but that
2: was very well that could have been the only other worse option
1: yeah
0: anyway it's like like when you watch like The Last Dance and stuff like that and you see them at practice they all wear those almost like those similar style like tank singlets with like cutoffs. it's almost like a t-shirt just with a cut off sleeve
2: yeah like you look at all these decorated yeah. macazats yeah or like a red singlet or the tanks or whatever. Yeah. I just yeah. thought it was a poor choice. <laughs> but anyway, the, the shoes. All uh,
1: right. yes. Because
2: he walks out in the Jordan 9s. Mm. Yeah. Probably my least favourite Jordans. Yeah.
1: Okay, what are your favourite Jordans?
2: 1s, 4s, 11s, which feature, which they mm-hmm. do in the uh, Space Jam movie.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And, uh... Didn't mind the thirteens when I was younger. The dimpled. the only goes to pretty much I'm only talking about the Bulls era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much it was one to fourteen while he was at the Bulls. Mm. Oh, maybe fifteen.
1: But yeah. Oh, I don't couldn't
2: play So yeah, the nines are so the twos and the nines are like the transition mm. years of Jordan's going from sort of one format to the other.
1: Of those, how many do you own? no none uh, of them
2: once I the ones.
1: you had air force air force oh my god did I just say air force ones? Jordan ones. yeah I don't know if I've
2: I'd like don't. to own them all but budget construction <laughs> <laughs> space one of my biggest friends is honeymooning in New York <laughs> yeah. and we went into like a pretty decent sneak store and I was looking at these the 11s the braid ones and uh ooh yeah, yeah. And they were like, ridiculous price. And at the time, I said, oh, why didn't you get them as a, like a wedding present? And I was like, I saw it out of <laughs> like, I was like, and then I was just like, I'd never wear them when I got back home.
1: You wear sneakers literally all the time.
2: Yeah, but not those kind of ones. They're like the, the bright, shiny ones. And... Anyway, biggest regret because now anytime I mention sneakers, it's...
1: Men One of the... Fr- yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> with kids and a mortgage, it's...
0: Sneaker dreams have evaporated.
1: <laughs> it was my older sister, is quite funny. She, um, one of her favorite things to say is that she's never regretted not dating a guy, but she still to this day thinks about pairs of shoes that she didn't buy that she should have. Well, and so, yes, so now she, she's pretty much got a rule that if she sees a pair of shoes that she likes, that's it, it's yeah. done. We're getting the shoes. It's now how I live my life as well, frankly.
0: <laughs> live by the moment. Um,
1: I, don't, I don't mind the outfit. It's very, it is very 90s, though. Um,
0: the, the big, like the baggy shorts, they wore the shorts tucked in very high all the time as well. It's just like, now you just like, it's well, crazy.
1: don't you know that the theory is that Jordan started the baggy shorts Yeah, we, trend. we talked about yeah. this in an early
0: minute. Yeah. Um, exactly
1: yeah Do you know of this, Kev? No. So the theory is that he started the baggy shorts trend because he always wanted to wear his UNC shorts under his Bulls shorts, mm. and he couldn't do that when you had back in the day when they were the really the short oh, wow. ones. Yeah, makes sense. Mm. So you got big ones, and
0: yeah, lost. Here for we go. 20, yeah, 20 odd years now, we're back to shorter knee length. Bob kneeling shorts.
1: Not in, not in the NBA.
0: Some of them are now, yeah. Some of Ooh. the people... I'm going uh,
1: to need to go look at some photos. Look at,
0: yeah, look at, like, um, even LeBron. He's Lakers shorts. Oh,
1: yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but it's LeBron. Yeah. Um, well, the only other thing that I had on this minute was because this is Michael's first time playing basketball, I looked up Michael Jordan's first professional NBA game stats care to have a guess how he did I'll give you some background you are going to guess his first no his first ever game as a rookie so October 26th 1984 he played at Chicago Stadium against the Washington Bullets Washington Bullets yes Yes. you did you say 84 84 that's not it is it's his first Bulls game Christopher's nodding no did I just completely that's wrong are you sure?
2: Yeah, wasn't around in eighty four. That's I think you might have been.
0: But you have two two years of college, that? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and he's uh, we established that he's twenty nine thirty in nineteen ninety six. So take twelve years off, or yeah, feels be seventeen. So it feels maybe one or two years too early.
1: It does. You're right. Now that I'm reading it, I'm like, wait, the math.
0: Is 86
1: <laughs> maybe <laughs> Maybe it is maybe, I, maybe it's supposed to be October 24, 1986 But you know Like we've established I drink Somewhere a Somewhere in the Regardless <laughs> Regardless 13,193 fans Chicago Stadium Against the Washington Bullets You get one Two guesses each One guess each Because oh, there's two of
0: you
1: See don't, wow. don't make me Second guess <laughs> myself Yeah
0: There you go wow. I have a good memory For you Yeah <laughs> Oh. Uh, uh and I just
2: remember him playing. Sometime in the eighties,
0: so. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't exist, so I can't play. Right.
1: <laughs> um, okay, guesses on points.
0: He came off the bench, right?
1: I assume so. Yeah. Uh
0: I would say. Uh,
1: Quick games, uh, game, good game. Eight points. We're going to do points, rebounds, and assists.
0: Eight points to assists. Four rebounds.
1: Higher, higher, and higher for that's all of those metrics.
2: Seven, seven, and six.
1: You are almost exact. 16 points, six rebounds, seven assists. Whew, that's a good first yeah, game. That was, mm. Yeah. Um, and they won 109 to 93 over the bullets. Poor bullets. Exactly, poor bullets. Um, and that is all I had on this minute.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I think we've covered most things. you have any other points you'd like to raise
2: i didn't have any at the start
1: so
0: (laughs) (laughs) excellent excellent
1: (laughs) all right well then take us take us to the end christopher uh
0: yeah so today we're going to go with a quote by dominic wilkins um we originally thought we might talk a bit more about dump contests the 1988 dump contest but i think we'll save that for a later minute but anyway A quote from uh, Dominique. I
1: guess guess we will. On the
0: 1988 dunk contest. Uh, We were foes and we had some great battles, but he understood the moment. He understood what we did, you know. So for us, there's no hard feelings. There's no animosity.
1: (laughs) Animosity.
0: That one. We love the fact that we still talk about it because we knew (laughs) what we brought.